Hi, I'm Christian Brindle, and welcome to the Everything Medicare Podcast. What's up, everything Medicare Podcast Nation? This is Christian Brindle. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. This episode will be viewed and aired on Monday. Um, And like I said, I hope you had a fantastic weekend. This is episode 112. If you don't know who I am, my name is Christian Brindle. Every single week, me and my organization, Christian Brindle Insurance Services, brings you three podcast episodes where we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your social security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. And folks, I have some important information that impacts a lot of people going into next year, okay? And that is the the projected Medicare Part B premium number one. The Medicare Part B premium is, is the set amount of premium that people on Medicare pay for their Medicare Part B. And then just to keep you um, up to speed on this, you really cannot have a Medicare supplemental plan work efficiently, or you cannot even have a Medicare Advantage plan if you don't have both Medicare Parts A and B, okay? Now, the Medicare Part A premium is no premium as long as you've worked in the United States for at least 10 years of your life. Most people have, as long as you have the working credits, you or your spouse, I should say. Because if you don't have the working credits yourself, but let's say that your spouse does, you're able to draw off of your spouse's Medicare to get that no premium for Medicare Part A. Now, Medicare Part B, the premium has been $135.50 a month. Now, of course, these numbers that I'm going to share with you are just projections. Um, they're, they're kind of an idea on what we think things are going to be, but nothing is official until the word becomes official. But I thought it would be a good idea to give you a sneak peek on kind of what we're looking at going into next year. And we've had a pretty crazy enrollment period so far, folks. I did an episode last week where we discussed why this enrollment period, in my opinion, ha- is, is having more changes impact people on Medicare than any enrollment period before it with the exception of probably the first enrollment period when Medicare Advantage and Medicare Part D prescription drug coverage came into the equation, okay? And at our offices here, we are incredibly busy this time of the year, so it is difficult for me to bring you three podcast episodes a week, but I have a commitment to you as my audience. I've told you we're going to do three episodes. We're going to continue to do three episodes, no matter how hectic our schedule becomes. And I wanted to start off. Um, I wanted to start off this episode with a story. If you've been listening to me for some time, you know I love using stories to kind of um, paint a narrative for you. Okay. There's a person, and. As most of my stories, this isn't a particular person I'm telling the story about, but it's something that I ran into multiple different times. The the names and the faces change, but the story remains the same. And that is, let's say there's a a person, we're going to call him Chuck for the sake of example. Chuck 
is a person that's on Medicare. Okay. Chuck starts his Medicare when he turns 65. Chuck finds out shortly after that he has to pay a premium for Medicare Part B. Chuck then asks himself, why do I have to pay for Medicare? I went my entire life paying for Medicare with FICA taxes, Social Security and Medicare taxes out of your paychecks, so on and so forth. And I get this question all the time from people in this situation, you know, in, 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 in the Chuck situation is what we'll call it. Why do I have to pay for Medicare? Well, let's go back and look at what Medicare was even designed to do. Medicare and Social Security was put into the fray and, and put into the equation in the 1960s. Okay? Social Security specifically was designed to be a, a kind of a, a cushion for people when they retire. It was designed to be something that would help out, you know, a little bit of extra money a month in retirement. That way, if your pension or, you know, your savings um, got dwindled a little bit, you'd have some kind of cushion on top of it. Social Security was never designed by the people that made it to be something that people relied upon for income, for, for people to kind of live paycheck to paycheck on it when they retire. It wasn't designed to be that, even though it's become that. Over the years, different politicians have kind of come come into the equation, um, different people in the White House, people in Congress, and it's kind of turned into something to where people are at a point now in 2019 going into 2020 where Social Security has kind of become something that, you know, is a retirement plan. And it was never designed to be that. Medicare is something that... um, you got to think about it at the time of its inception. There were a significant amount of people, a significant lower amount, I should say, excuse me, of people that were on Medicare that were even eligible to be on Medicare than there are today. They were looking at it to be a, 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 a solution for the time at hand, 1960s, 1970s, and the decades to come from that point. Fast forwarding to 2019, going into 2020 in the 21st century, we're in a situation where there are tens of millions of people. There's actually probably close to 100 million people, and I don't know the number off the top of my head, so don't crucify me for that. But there is a situation where we're probably, if we're not over 100 million people on Medicare in this country, we're very close to it. And for the amount that people pay into it, And some pay more into it than others. Of course, you don't get any bonus points for paying into it longer than 10 years. You know, someone could pay into it for 50 years, and they wouldn't get any more benefit, at least on the Medicare side of things. They wouldn't get any additional Medicare benefits that someone that just had the bare minimum of 10 years get. But it's turned into something where people on disability get Medicare. And people, you know, obviously when they turn 65, they become entitled to Medicare But they never factored in, and they never looked so far ahead to it being something to where, you know, it was probably less than 10 million people at that point, maybe less than 5 billion back in the 1960s, if I had to guess, to the point now where we're about to eclipse, if we haven't already, 100 million people nationwide on the Medicare program. And that's why you see Medicare being in the red. 
And that's why you'll see a situation where, yes, you don't have to pay a premium for Medicare Part A if you have the working credits, but everyone has to pay a premium for Medicare Part B, and even with everyone paying this premium into Medicare Part B, it's still in the red. It doesn't seem to make any kind of difference. So as inflation takes place and things along that nature, they increase the Medicare Part B premium. Okay. So we see it go up typically every couple of years. You know, um, a few years back, years ago, the Part B premium was $104.90 a month. It went from there to about 125 and then you know, from that point, it went to 134, and then went from that 134 to 135.50, and next year it looks like it's projected to take a jump, from what we know about it. There's not much you can really do about it. Now, there is a rule in place to where if you don't get a raise on your Social Security check, then your Part B premium will not raise for the time being. That's been my understanding of this rule. So this only will impact people that have a raise in their Social Security check. shouldn't impact every single person, although most people will get some kind of raise on their Social Security check. It's typically not much. It's usually 1, 2, 3 percent. But that is what you need to know. Now, we're also going to be talking about the Medicare Part B deductible. The Medicare Part B deductible this year, in 2019, was $185. Last year, it was a lesser amount. The year before that, it was a lesser amount. Um, the Medicare Part B deductible typically only impacts you in two scenarios. Number one, if you're on original Medicare only, which most I, I would not condone or recommend for anybody, but there are people out there that are on that. I've encountered them this enrollment period myself. So if you're on Medicare A and B only, you have to pay all of the Medicare A and B deductibles, coinsurances, 20%, things along that nature. And Medicare Part B itself, before they charge you 20% of the doctor bills, outpatient or inpatient, has a Medicare Part B deductible. And like I said, this year it's $185. So it would impact you in that regard, but it also impacts you if you have a Medicare supplemental plan that doesn't cover the Part B deductible, such as a Plan G, a Plan N, amongst others. It wouldn't impact you as far as what you pay if you have a Plan F, but you might see it impact you on your rate increases. That's typically where they get you when they have to end up paying more for Part B. They get you one way or another when you have a Medicare supplement in that regard. So because of this change, we could see it factor into rate increases for a Plan F. We'll just kind of have to wait and see how that goes. But Plan F rate increases are pretty high to start with because of the macro law, the guaranteed issue, and everything that we've talked about in the past. So if you have a Plan G, a Plan N, or another plan that doesn't cover the Medicare Part B deductible, with a Plan G, Plan G covers everything that Medicare does not cover, with the exception of the Medicare Part B deductible, which is 185. That is projected to go up as well. Stay with me into segment two. Let's take a break, and we'll hear a quick word from this week's sponsor, Randy W. Hall, the Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor. In segment two, I'll go over what these changes are projected to be. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. What's up, everybody? This is actually Randy W. Hall, Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, not Christian Brendel, your esteemed host. I'm here to tell you about my Medicare agency, Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, based here in Tennessee. For the past 10 years, I've been helping Medicare beneficiaries just like you in Tennessee and Kentucky maximize their Medicare. 
If you're a regular listener of this podcast, you know Christian always encourages you to deal with a broker in your state who sells all the different plans and will give you not just a quote, but also advise you and educate you in a way that is simple to understand. We know how confusing and overwhelming the whole process can be. We do it all for folks on Medicare, from supplements to Advantage plans, Part D, cancer products, hospital indemnities, and more. So if you want to get a free quote or a consultation, I urge you to call 615-578-5174. Again, that's area code 615-578-5174. Or for more information, you can visit my website and read all about me at MrNiceGuyMedicareAdvisor.com. That's all one word, MrNiceGuyMedicareAdvisor.com. And again, why deal with a jerk? when you can deal with a nice guy. Welcome back, everybody. This is segment two of episode 112 of the Everything Medicare podcast. I'm your host, Christian Brindle, and I'm bringing you this podcast from Sandy, Utah. It's a little dark and dreary today, but I am cheery because we get to bring you Medicare information unlike anyone else's information on the internet. No one quite gives as much content away on a weekly basis as we do. Today we're talking about the Medicare Part B premium, number one, deductible, number two, going into next year. So this is kind of what we're looking at. Like I mentioned in segment one, the Medicare Part B premium this year was $135.50 a month per person. Now, as we've discussed in the past, if you're in a high tax bracket, that premium is more. So these numbers don't impact you directly. Okay, but for probably 90 to 95 percent of the population, we're looking at the $135.50 a month for Part B premium and going into next year. The projected Medicare Part B premium is projected to be $144.30 a month. So it's a it's about $8 and some change increase from what it was this year. Now, like I said in segment one, if you're not if you're if you're projected to not get a raise on your social security, this should not impact you, at least for the time being. But for most people, it shall. $144.30 a month. So you might be thinking to yourself, well, Christian, I don't pay that. I don't pay that. I don't see any bill with that. It may be coming out of your Social Security check automatically. It doesn't even show up on a statement. You wouldn't even see it. If you're on Medicare A and B, it's being paid. The only way you can have A and B without paying that Part B deductible is if you have Medicaid from your state. And Medicaid is paying that premium for you. Other than that, you're paying it one way or another. Okay. So that's what we're looking at for the Part B premium. The Medicare Part B deductible, which, like I said, is $185 this year. Last year was $183. Um, but in 2020, it's projected to go from $185 up to $197. Okay? So I don't love that going up, especially for my, 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 my listeners on Medicare supplement plans. I don't like it. This would impact you if you have a Medicare Plan N with any insurance company. This would impact you if you have a Medicare... Supplement Plan G with any insurance company. And like I mentioned, the only instance where you wouldn't really have to pay that premium 
excuse me, that deductible is the plan F. But plan F, I would expect to see it impacted and um, put into the equation when they're factoring in your rate increase for next year. Because they have to pay more for your Part B deductible. So in, in essence, the insurance company is going to make up the difference by raising your rates. Okay. So that's what you need to elect. That's what you need to expect. It's what you need to look for. It's projected to go up to 197 next year. That's the projection. Now, like I said, none of these numbers are final. Nothing is final until we have the final word from Medicare. But these are kind of the projections, okay? $197. I don't love that, but a lot of people were expecting this um, deductible to go over $200 next year. So the fact that it's not over $200, in my opinion, is a positive. We knew it was going to go up, but we just didn't want it to go up that much. So eventually, at some point, it's going to go over $200. That's just part of the equation. There's no way around it. But at least for 2020, we're still under that $200 mark. Okay. For those of you who may be interested, the Medicare Part A deductible, the hospitalization deductible, was... $1,364 this year. In 2020, it's projected to go to $1,420. Now, that only impacts you, though, if you have Medicare Part A and Medicare Part B. And if you happen to have a Medicare supplement that doesn't cover the Part A deductible, as ridiculous as it would be, then that would impact you. But if you have a Plan G, an an F, a deep Medicare supplement Plan D even, you don't have to worry about that Part A deductible. So that doesn't impact you. Now, it might impact your rate increases, but not as much as the Part B deductible would, in my personal opinion. Stay with me. Let's take a break. Let's hear from our sponsor for this week, and I will be back in segment three for my final thoughts. Don't go anywhere. I will be back. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for sticking with me to our third and final segment of episode 112 of the Everything Medicare podcast. Here's my final thoughts on this. The reason why this episode isn't as long as the normal Everything Medicare podcast episode is because there's not much to say here. There's really nothing we can do about the Part B premium going up. There's really nothing we can do about the Medicare Part B deductible going up. If you're impacted, you're impacted. If you're on Medicare, the Part B premium will impact you most likely, unless you have it paid for by someone else like Medicaid. Okay. If you have it coming out of your Social Security, you might not even notice the difference unless I mentioned it to you. Out of sight, out of mind, as they say. But it's something that you need to be kept aware of. It's something that you need to know is coming. And as we know more about the finalized numbers, I will be giving that information to you as soon as it becomes available. Okay. As always, folks, if you live in the states of Utah, Florida, Idaho, Oregon, and now Texas, we can help you. We can help you on your Medicare program. I am in a situation where, folks, our organization can work with all of the largest insurance companies in the industry. And we can help you on your Medicare plan. We can sort through the options, help you find the best available fit based on your needs and preferences. If you live in Texas and you gave us a call throughout the year and we weren't able to help you, I'm terribly sorry about that. We ended up picking up a license because of the high demand from this audience, actually. Um, But we can help people now. 
Okay. So if you need help this enrollment period, if you just want to compare your plan, if you'd like to talk with me on your plan directly, I invite you to give our office a call. Our office number is 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340. If you're more comfortable shooting me an email, you're welcome to do that as well. Christian B, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N, B is in boy, at xmission.com. The letter X, then the word mission, M-I-S-S-I-O-N.com. Again, that is Christian B at xmission.com. Tell me a little bit about your situation, and I'll be able to tell you if I think we might be able to help. As always, folks, thank you so much for listening week after week. To everyone that's been listening to us from the beginning, I can't thank you enough, and I love you so much. I have the greatest audience in the world. Thank you for sharing this content with your friends, your family, and thank you for all your reviews. If you haven't left us a review on the platform that you happen to be listening to us on, please do so. It helps us reach more people just like you. There, Like I said, there's close to, if not a little bit over, 100 million people in the United States of America on Medicare that need to hear this message. Eight out of ten seniors said last year that they didn't understand their Medicare as well as they would have liked. I'm on a mission to change that, but I can't do it without you. Help us reach more people. Leave us a review. It helps the algorithms on the podcast platforms to reach more people just like you who desperately need to hear our message. Thank you for listening. I'll be back with you on another episode on Wednesday. Have a great day.